My friends, thank you so much for tuning in. Welcome to the Cornerstone Podcast presented by Global Grace Ministries. I am Francis Hueso, the host of this podcast. Today's episode is entitled The Mark of Compassion. We are in the middle of our series, The Marks of Christ in the Believer. Last week, we discussed the mark of purpose. I share with you that something that distinguishes or should distinguish a believer from a non-believer is that Christians live with purpose. God is a God of purpose, and if we did not know our purpose for being on this earth when we came to Christ, once you are part of God's family, the Holy Spirit reveals to you why you are on this beautiful planet. You are no accident, my friend. The God who created you did it for a reason. Today, I am excited to share with you the mark of compassion. Compassion is a sincere concern for the suffering of others. Jesus is the greatest example of compassion. Compassion motivated absolutely everything he did before the crucifixion. By the way, someone asked me recently why I keep saying what Jesus did before the crucifixion to refer to things that he did while he was here on earth or alive. I told him I say that because Jesus is still on earth and still alive. So I feel weird describing what Jesus did before he died for us as when he was on earth. So please bear with me in that regard. But moving on, one of the attributes of Christ that must be part of who we are as believers is his compassion. People should know us by our compassion. Mark 6.34 tells us, When he went ashore, he saw a great crowd, and he had compassion on them, because they were like sheep without a shepherd, and he began to teach them many things. We are God's representatives on earth. Compassion should move us. The suffering of others should inspire us to do something to alleviate it. In the book of 2 Kings, we find an example of compassion that often goes unnoticed. It is what a young girl did for his master. Sadly, we do not even know the name of this fantastic youth. We know her as a slave girl. This young unnamed Hebrew was taken captive in Syria, but never let her challenging circumstances diminish her big faith in a good God. Go with me to 2 Kings 5, and we are going to read verses 1 through 3. Now Naaman was commander of the army of the king of Aram. He was a great man in the sight of his master and highly regarded because through him the Lord had given victory to Aram. He was a brave soldier, but he had leprosy. Now bands of raiders from Aram had gone out and had taken captive a young girl from Israel, and she served Naaman's wife. She said to her mistress, If only my master will see the prophet who is in Samaria, he will cure him of his leprosy. Naaman went to his master and told him what the girl from Israel had said. By all means, go, the king of Aram said. I will send a letter to the king of Israel. So Naaman left, taking with him ten talents of silver, six thousand shekels of gold, and ten sets of clothing. If you continue reading, you will see that Naaman indeed was healed, all because a young girl had compassion over her master of all people. 
As I said, we do not know much about her. We can place together a few fragments of her life. She was a slave. She was probably captured in a raid on her village. Probably her family was dead and she was taken from her home against her will. Unfortunately, there are parts of the world today where her story will not be so remarkable. Children are regularly snatched in parts of war-torn Africa, trafficked for prostitution in Southeast Asia, and live in sewers in South America. One of the ministries we support does all it can to alleviate the pain of children that have been victims of human trafficking here in the United States. This little girl had been sold into slavery and was working in the house of a high-ranking Armenian official as his wife's maid. We do not know how long she had been there or how she was treated. What is striking about her is that despite all of this, she still dared to speak up to help Naaman. She knew her God could heal him. Now, I want you to notice that this young lady spoke extensively about the power of a God who had not saved her from captivity to help someone who kept her as a slave. We often think that only people with easy and pain-free lives can feel compassion for others, but that is not reality. If only people that do not know suffering could care for others, no one would. The truth is that people who have suffered the most are the most compassionate because they know pain. We become more compassionate and have greater empathy after we have experienced losses or have been through trauma. This young woman had suffered greatly and felt terrible to see her master suffering. The amazing thing is that even though God did not save her from slavery, she still had faith. Many cannot keep their faith after suffering loss or trauma, but it is in difficult times when we should hold on to our faith the hardest. Faith is the only thing that can help us during our trials. Remember what Jesus told Lazarus' sister after her brother's death when he finally got to their town? He said, your brother will resurrect. He needed her to stand in faith for the resurrection of Lazarus. Nothing happens without faith. Our compassion is sometimes the only thing that can restore faith in the lives of suffering people. This young girl was sufficiently concerned about the health of her master to speak up to try to help his situation. She did not restore this family's faith. She brought them to it. We do not know if she felt compassion for the suffering of Naaman or if she saw her mistress so distraught that she felt she had to say something. But God was behind her words. This little girl is a real inspiration. She showed concern for those she had no reason to love. She had compassion for people who did not love her but used her. She had lost her family but not her compassion or her faith. In a season when the adults in Israel were busy betraying God, this child far from home was still living in a way that will make God proud. I wish we knew her name. It may be that the story's writer did not think it was necessary. She was just a little girl, but I bet Naaman and his wife were glad they knew her. God knew her name for sure. Despite one nameless mention in the Bible, she is a hero. Most people read the story and only focus on Naaman. 
the prophet who healed him or the miracle that happened. But God knew this young girl was the beginning of that miracle. The only reason why Naaman looked for the prophet was this young woman's compassion. People of God, we live in a society where most people want the world to know when they do something good for others. But that is not genuine compassion. Compassion should move us to do what we can to alleviate people's pain, even if no one ever knows what we did. I don't know if you have noticed, but we live in a very selfish society. Most people are only concerned about themselves. We see that everywhere. A friend and I recently spent over 30 minutes trying to get out of a parking lot because no one was kind enough to allow us to get in front of them. When someone finally did, the person who was behind us, who had only been there for five minutes, cut in front of us. He almost hit us and the person who was going to help us just to get in front of us. We live in a world where people steal from the sick and the elderly. Some people abuse foster kids, and sadly, the list of people without compassion goes on and on. We, the church, the followers of Christ, cannot be like that. Our compassion should be evident. People should be able to see the mark of Christ in us from afar. God has been so good, and He has been so faithful to us that no matter if we are in a good season or in a tough one, we should follow the example of this young Hebrew girl. We must do what we can to alleviate the pain around us. I know most Christians do. With this episode, I am not trying to make people feel bad. On the contrary, I am just reminding us that our small deeds of compassion can bring significant change. Our loving comments can brighten people's days. We can make someone feel extremely loved by just sharing a meal with them. My friends, let us show the love of Christ wherever we go. Let us be compassionate people. For information about the ministries we support or to partner with us, please visit our website, globalgraceministries.com. Thank you so much for the time you gave me today. God bless you.